1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
0: Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Hope you're doing well. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How are you? How are you? Well, vocals are drier than I expected. I made myself a nice little cappuccino this morning. I am wolfing down some agua, trying to stay hydrated from my hellacious honky-tonk weekend in Nashville. So much to get into. We're going to discuss that. We're going to discuss something that's been weighing on my heart recently. And we're also going to get into the Absolutely Not line. You guys are fucking crazier than ever. As always, you can call into our Absolutely Not voicemail line, 800-213-7503. I'm curious if you guys are feeling like you're in this weird stagnant energy the way I am. And I'm not trying to sound woo-woo-frou-frou. You know, I'm buying crystals somewhere in New Mexico vibe right now. And not to start the podcast off on a serious note, because we are (laughs) obviously laughing over here all the time to push down the pain of reality. And I know this is escape for a lot of people, but I do think it's just a healthy reminder. Listen, I just feel like over the last week, two weeks, I've just had lots of friends going through some heavy shit. And, you know, I'm okay right now at the moment. I mean, I'm dealing with work stuff that's frustrating and, and having to put on my big girl pants and and take on a large responsibility of making very large, you know, financial purchases and game time decisions for things. And, but that's okay. You know, richly blessed. I'm very, very grateful that I'm in a position to hire people and, and it's great, but it is, you know, I hate to say, you know, I mean, some of us don't, I'll be fucking blatantly obvious and honest. I don't know. I can't use my words. Being an adult can be scary sometimes. And I think what a lot of my friends now on the other side of the coin are realizing, you know, a lot of us now are in the parental role. And whether it's us taking care of our parents, whether it's making decisions for our parents, or you're a parent and you're dealing with your kids. And and I'm again, I'm not trying to be heavy. I've just in the last like 48 fucking hours. Just heard of a lot of sadness from people that I love and care for and friends. You know, people are sick, going through divorces, trying to figure shit out with their businesses. It's just been a heavy, heavy emotional week or two of people around me that I care about. And I just wanted everybody to take a minute today. We're only two minutes and 51 seconds into this fucking podcast, and we're already getting emo. Take a minute today, call somebody you love, call a friend, and just check in with folks. I feel like everybody just needs to take a second to pause. Let's center ourselves. Let's ground ourselves. Go get a cup of coffee with, you know, with your damn Aunt Linda. You know, we know she drinks a lot, but give her a buzz and see how she's doing. Just been a lot of heaviness. And I've had random phone calls over the weekend of just shit people have been going through. You know, you try to be a good friend and you try to empathize and sympathize. And, and, you know, my job in life is to take people out of their shit and to make everybody giggle. But I also think it is, it's been a healthy reminder for me this past weekend, just to take time for the people that you love. Text your brother, your sister. Hey, I love you. I'm thinking about you. Hope you're having a good day. Because I just feel this heaviness right now. There's a lot of people in my life that are just going through some heavy stuff. And it's, not dramatic. It's health stuff. It's divorce. It's whatever, you know. I think things that we saw may be coming, but and this is not me airing anyone's dirty laundry. You know, I've got plenty of friends that are going through shit, but you know, I've had other friends who are, you know dealing with their 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 parents who aren't well. And anyways, all that to be said, just take the time, take an extra five minutes out of your fucking day, put down the hot dog, and just phone a friend. Do you need the nitrates? Do you need them? You know, you pulled over to a checkers to get a chili cheese dog and some curly fries. While I believe that's a great decision, also not a great decision. You know what I mean? You're sitting in your car, wolfing down some sous vide egg bites from Starbs. And you know how much I hate saying Starbs, but I am. Because I won't use their full name, allegedly, because they'll probably sue me. You're eating some sous vide bites having a mocha whip, call somebody in your life and tell them that you're thinking of. Them. Because I just have had a real, you know, extended friends who've lost a loved one and just people around me have just been going through some shit. And so I just was really reminded and I said my prayers last night and I was reminded, take that extra time. Everyone's busy, everyone's going through shit, but pick up the phone and your life is short. I ain't got beef with nobody right now. You know what I mean? When people are holding on to beef, unless it's a prime rib, did you bought off your boy Mark, who's the butcher in town? Because you know Mark hits that good slab of meat. If you've got beef with somebody, it ain't worth it. You know, I see this dumb shit on the interwebs. People are like, is Heather talking to Melinda? I'm like, yeah, I talk to everyone. I don't have a single beef with nobody. The only person I have beef with is Satan. And you know how I feel about him? I'm embarrassed for him. I don't even not like him anymore. I'm just so fucking embarrassed for how embarrassed he should be. There's nothing worse than being embarrassed for someone. You know what I mean? I'm not disappointed. I'm not angry with Satan. I'm just embarrassed because I see what he's doing. He's trying to meddle and stir the pot in my friends' lives. And it's not okay. So Beelzebub, if you hear this, I got my breastplate of righteousness on and we're not fucking around. You know, I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but if you ever like not said a prayer in a really long time and then you get on your knees and you're talking to God and you're like, I'm sorry, I haven't checked in. You know what I mean? Like I was saying a prayer for a friend who's got a very sick family member, and I I was on my knees, and I'm not making it about me, but I said, Lord, me apologies, because the problem is things have been good. We've been cooking. We did the wedding. We've been vibing. Things have been good, and I think sometimes we forget we need to talk to the Lord when it's good and bad. We can't just be rolling up. It's like the bitch you cry wolf. You always got that friend, Melissa. Melissa's like, you never hear from the bitch until the house is on fire. Well, hey, Melissa, it would have been nice to hear from you. I don't know at my baby shower. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But no, we only hear about you when your six DUIs just have been posted on the interwebs and you got to wear an ankle monitor and blow into a tube to get into your Honda Civic. You know what I mean? That's how the Lord feels about us some days. Hey, bitch, where you been? So I just a friendly reminder. Even if shit's going great for you right now, pick up the phone, call somebody you love, say a prayer to the Lord. Lord, thank you for my blessings. We all just need to settle, ground, have a sandwich and say, I'm in this. I'm, I'm in this. Anyways, the only person I have beef with is, is Satan. Straight up. Truly. We Gucci, we cruising. I see when the the dark side's trying to meddle with people that I love. You know, there's illness. Also, just get it go to the doctor everybody. Just get a quick check. You know, maybe a thumb up the butt and a quick look behind the eyes. Just everybody, we we all partied hard this summer. We were all traveling everybody. Let's just call our primary care physician if you got one. I don't. I'm going to call my urgent care that's two states over cuz that's the only I met this woman once in a urgent care in Birmingham, Alabama, and she was lovely. So I'm going to see if she can get me in next week. You know what I mean? We're, we all have long haul COVID. I think that's 90% of the exhaustion. It's all long haul COVID. Last time I had COVID was like back in March and it, none of us have been right. So whether the government's poisoning us or Satan, everybody just call your local urgent care Go in, get a swab of your pussy, you know, your penis and your mitochondria. And let's just all, do we need vitamins? Everybody just grab a vitamin. I don't know, go in your cabinet, find a loose pill. Let's just, I feel like we need the vitamins, the hydration and say a prayer. And that's just, sometimes we gotta have a healthy reminder to also do not just take a loose pill. Okay, that was a joke, obviously. I am not responsible for what you put in your mouth. You're all fucking adults and need to get your shit together. You know, there's a staple in my life. I take it every day. I do one scoop, put it in water, swish it around, take it down, and I'm feeling good about myself. And that's Athletic Greens. Our next partner just has a product I use literally every day. And I started taking Athletic Greens because I needed it. I realized I needed it badly when I was abroad because I just wasn't getting all the vitamins and nutrients and minerals that I needed in one-stop shop. And I love Athletic Greens because when you take it, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging All of the things. I truly, y'all, I really take this every day. It's making me feel better. It's a one-stop shop. And if you're telling me I don't have to take 65 supplements and all I have to do is take one scoop of something and some water and take it down with my coffee in the morning, easy breezy, easy freaking breezy. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Especially heading into flu and cold season, it's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/absolutely. Again, that is athleticgreens.com/absolutely to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Whether you're on the back of a jet ski or uh, going skydiving, Gooder makes $25 active sunglasses for anyone. We love this. Listen, I love my gooders, but my husband steals my gooders all the time. He plays golf in those bad boys all the time because he's sweating out there like a beast and they don't move and he loves it. I never leave home without a pair. They're comfortable, lightweight, perfect for the weekend. And plus they look good. If you're doing activities, whether you're, you know, doing water sports, working out in your backyard, running on the beach, playing golf, playing tennis, my new thing, pickleball, be bopping around. They stay in your face. They're inexpensive, too. I mean, guys, for $25, you can get a couple pair. Keep one on, on the back of your your doo Keep one on your pontoon boat and a pair in your golf bag. Easy breezy. And with names like Operation Blackout and Don't Tab Shame Me, I know you'll find a pair that speaks to you. You can use code ABSOLUTELY and get 15% off your entire order at g-o-o-d-r.com, g-o-o-d-r.com. That's gooder.com slash absolutely. Again, $25 active sunglasses for anyone. Fun, fashionable, functional, and affordable. No slip, no bounce, all polarized, all fun. They are 100% UV protective, 100% polarized, and free U.S. standard shipping on all orders over $50. They've got over 39,000 five-star reviews and a 30-day free returns and a one-year warranty, 100% carbon neutral, 1% for the planet. Again, go to Gooder. Dot com. That's G O O D R dot com slash absolutely to get 15% off when you use code absolutely at checkout. Look good, get gooder. Anyway, speaking of getting your shit together, I was in Nashville this past weekend and. Great time. We went up to go see John Mulaney, who's an incredible comedian. If you've never seen his specials on Netflix, he's awesome. My buddy Dan Levy was opening for him, and Dan and I are working on a project together. So it was great. It was great to go up and see comedy. And, you know, listen, I'm getting back on the road. We're about to announce where we're shooting the special. And it's really important to go see other comedy and to go see other art. And I've just been trying to fill my tank with joy in the world of art. I'm going up to New York. I'm going to go see a bunch of Broadway shows. Like I'm a fucking theater nerd at the end of the day. So I'm just trying to absorb and and see as much as I can. But we got to talk about Nashville for a second. All right. We got to talk about Nashville. I love Nashville. One of my favorite cities to perform in. I fucking love Nashville. It's such a great town. I have so many friends that live there from Ole Miss. So We went up, and listen, I've been honky-tonking for a long time. And you know I have these theories about Nashville. Everybody fucking acts like they found Nashville. I sure as fuck didn't, but we've been going to Nashville for 25 years. All right? If you're from Atlanta, you know you drive up to Chattanooga. You stop at Ruby Falls, Sea Rock City. You know what I mean? Maybe you hit a Pigeon Forge, a Gatlinburg, Tennessee moment. And then you cruise up to Nash Vegas. But there has been an infiltration and I'm not the first person to be the whistleblower on it. In fact, I'm probably 10 years too late. The Broadway, where the honky tonks are, it's just women screaming in bachelorette parties. And we know this, okay? This is, I'm not trying to be hacky right now, starting some bit about this. But literally I was just like, there's too many fucking people here. And everyone's so wasted. Like we used to go down to Broadway, go down to Acme, bar we'd see live music you know maybe we all have shit kickers on but we're we're vibing we go to get some hot chicken afterwards i mean this is 20 years ago now you show up all of broadway it's just like very commercialized which makes me sad and then all you hear is kid rock which that's fine but i'm like where's tanya tucker where's my girl trish I'd like a little Trisha Yearwood, a Martina McBride moment. And the whole place just has that, you know, that sweet smell of vomit when somebody would throw up in your elementary room and then they'd bring that powdered solution to put in the carpet. And for the rest of the day, the room smelled like almost like a a mixture of sweet cherries and granola that had been sitting in a hot Subaru on a summer day. Like somebody left their yogurt parfait just melting in the goddamn sun. I just told you to pray earlier and now I took the Lord's name in vain. So my apologies, Satan was trying to toy me there. That's what all of Broadway smelled like. And so we went and saw the show at the Ryman and we're, it, you know, it's, it's kind of catty cornered to Broadway and we're lining up. And I just almost had to, I almost had to immaturely plug my nose because I was getting that waft of that sweet. And I said, Tina, you know what that smells like? And she goes, yeah the carpet cleaner, when a kid vomited. And it was always the kid, Chad, Chad, every fucking time. And you're like, Chad, you're allergic to nuts. And this was before you couldn't go to school with nuts. Like you had an active, active allergen in your class. But back in 1995, no one gave a fuck. Kids were stronger. We just hit, like we would just see Chad turning purple and we would all grab an EpiPen, because we all just had one. You know what I mean? Also, our parents sent us to school with loose needles, and that was bizarre. And we would all just be simultaneously, you know, stabbing Chad in the, the back of the nape of the neck. And he was fine. He always bounced back. He, you know, went down for about 20, but he was up and at him. You guys know that kid, Chad, He was allergic to everything. But his, his parents never thought to, A, send him to school with Benadryl, or B, do an allergy panel. But again, this is 95, 96. 96, I think I was in the third grade. And nobody gave a fuck. You know what I mean? I got a friend who's in school, who her kids are in school and there's a dairy allergy. And the shit, like it, I have read the pamphlets. I have read the at-home brochure of what she is allowed to bring for her kid to school. Because there is a kid in the class, the dairy allergy, and it's overwhelming, y'all. It is like- I mean, these kids are just, they're sucking on apples and a prayer. That's all they can have. Maybe a turkey roll up and a prayer. And then there was this thing because apparently Chick-fil-A the other day, there was a cross-contamination with the supplier. So then they all got an alert. You can't send your kids with the Chick-fil-A grilled nugget because they've been touching dairy. I mean, all I'm saying is parents are on their shit now. When we were sent to school back in the day, we were renegades. We were motherfucking renegades there was like six autistic kids in your class, but nobody knew because we just didn't know what it was. You know what I mean? And you think, had we, done, had we known what we now know now, you know, maybe we could have supported our community in a different way. We just didn't know. We just didn't understand why the kid Drew was like six feet tall in the third grade and would read like a telephone book every day at lunch. And you're like, this kid's Mensa. You know what I mean? We didn't know. We had no idea anybody had an allergy to anything. Didn't know what a learning disability was. I mean, I was over here. We get to multiplication. I would just fucking pass out, you know, and they, somebody would hit me with an EpiPen. I was allergic to math, horrible joke, but I'm actually going to go with it and leaning into it. You know, I used to bribe my fifth grade math teacher, Snickers bar. She had a little bit of a, not a little, she had a strong sweet tooth. I knew how to play the game. But man. So anyways, back to these young bachelorettes on Broadway. They're cut from a different cloth. These cats start drinking at 8 a.m. And they don't fucking stop. And they're barfing in the streets and just going back in. I used to puke and rally and I'm not proud of it. Can't do it anymore. But back in the day, yeah, I could. And that's disgusting and I'm not proud of it. But I'm just letting you know. But now as an elder in the community, as a 35-year-old white woman, I now look at these young women Name Madison, Sullivan, Celia, I don't know. I'm just coming up with kind of Gen Z names. And I look at them and I go, get your fucking shit together. Take this outfit from Brandy Melville and your knockoff boots and go take a nap. We got to clean up this city. Also, we were laughing so hard because we were driving down like music row. So we're all like, we're ASCAP, the SAG offices, SAG-AFTRA, and we're all like the music companies, the publishers, the licensing companies, basically all the record labels is what I'm trying to say. There's this one strip, it's near Belmont University, and it's just all, it's just all these record labels, and they have big banners outside. So if they get a number one hit, it'd be like Reba McIntyre went number one with her song, Fancy, whatever. There's just banners everywhere. And they're all in like these old homes. And so- we were driving down Music Row, and everybody's got their banners up. And you can tell, like, which record companies are, like, crushing it. And you're like, oh, you got Luke Combs over there. Like, they're crushing it. And we were just laughing. We're like, what if you lived a block over? And every day you went out for your motivational walk. You had to take a break from your at-home Zoom for a company that you hate. And you're walking down Music Row, and you're just seeing winners everywhere. Number one. Number one. Number – top ten in the charts. Fucking – We've got seven number one artists over here and you're just walking down the street just looking at all these posters and you're like, I moved to Nashville 20 years ago to pursue music and now I'm selling medical devices in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It would just be fucking torture. We saw a bunch of power walkers and I'm like, they better have their breastplate of righteousness and helmet of truth on right now because I couldn't do that walk every day. It's just like winner's row and if you were like getting out to clear your mind, to have a moment for yourself and all you got to see is everybody doing great around you, I wouldn't even stop at the crosswalk. I just let a truck hit me. You know what I mean? I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. I'm like, I if I was on a power walk that day, I'd have to skip these 8 blocks cuz it would just make you feel so fucking shitty about yourself. But I kind of feel like now maybe We should take the power back and we should set up banners outside of our house. You know, I mean, people do that for their kids. You know, Johnny's on honor roll. I'm going to put a sign outside my house. Haven't had acid reflux in a week. Winner. Listen, okay, it's not a secret. Soda's good, but most are loaded with empty calories and chemicals. Okay. You, You don't have time for that. You're a grown ass adult. There's already enough chemicals in the world. You don't have time to start drinking chemicals too. So let me put you on the, on one that actually tastes better and is better for you when it comes to sodas. Poppy is friggin' delicious, okay? It's a prebiotic soda infused with apple cider vinegar, which is a leading brand in functional soda. It's created with real high quality ingredients. It's changing the game for soda lovers with gut-friendly benefits wrapped in refreshing, delicious flavors. Y'all, this is a no-brainer. If you're gonna reach for something, you need the bubbles, you need that kick, that little tingle in the back of your throat, why not go for something that's got an overall Delicious flavor, but can also have high quality, healthy ingredients, which is sparkling water, real fruit juice, and a tablespoon of pure, unfiltered apple cider vinegar in each can. Poppy boasts yummy flavors like strawberry lemon, cherry limeade, and orange, as well as classics we all grew up on, including cola, doc pop, and root beer. Seriously, their doc pop flavor tastes just like Dr. Pepper. It is So freaking delicious. And with each can of poppy packed with prebiotics for gut health, it's just 25 calories and five grams of sugar or less. This flavorful, full of function brand is just getting started to change the face of soda in the industry for good. And here's the deal. I got a special code for you. Use code absolutely 15. That's absolutely one five for 15% off Amazon and get to sipping. I have a gut feeling you're going to love these. Again, use code absolutely15 for 15% off Amazon. That's the other thing I feel like as adults, we don't just pat ourselves on the back enough for surviving. Do you know what I mean? And we're all in this weird space where like towards the end of the tour in May, I was sick of hearing my own voice. You know what I mean? And it's so exciting. And I was so Grateful for like the stuff that's going on. But I'm like, somebody tell me about themselves. What's going on? I got to get out of my own anxious head. You know what I mean? But We don't take enough time to just pat ourselves on the back for doing I cleaned out the fridge today. Go, Michelle. We're surviving. We're all adults here. Watching youth being wasted on the young, these, these young bachelorettes and their Brandy Melville outfits, barfing on the back of one of those bachelorette buses in Nashville when I'm just trying to go to brunch and the honky tonk I was poisoned by the honky tonk it took me down okay we went out to this fabulous restaurant in Nashville East Nashville called good as folk f-o-l-k folk but we had beautiful wine but we had cocktails and then I ended up at a honky tonk drinking beer Two make ultras your girl thought she was gonna die Sunday. And maybe I'm just jealous of the, the young kids out there with no cares except their allergies. I don't know. Maybe I just kept getting rolling in a bad news all weekend of friends who were going through shit. And I was just feeling, I'm sweating down here. I don't know what to tell you. I'm literally, the air conditioning broke downstairs right now. And so I, it's 85 degrees right now and I'm sweating and I'm having a hot cappuccino and I'm a little bit emotionally spiraling today. But I'm trying to be here, and I'm trying to give you good, sound advice, which is don't take your next bride to Nashville. It's closed. Enough. They have enough shit going on. That whole town is going to be sprinkled with that powder that you had to put on the carpet in elementary because a kid with a peanut allergy ate a Ritz cracker with a little nut butter. Don't take down a great town. You know, whatever happened? can we just, everybody just go to Vegas, go to Vegas, stay there. Enough. I'm also bitter. I didn't have a bachelorette. I'm kidding. I did. I had like seven, but not really, but I didn't need one. Again, I'm sick of it. What's going on with y'all for fuck's sake. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's a fucking spiral. I got two friends going to divorce court this week. Two. Two, that's insane. You know, a lot of us are making big decisions and and they're positive, but they're also scary. So I just wanted, in a nutshell, leave Nashville, quit going there and screaming all over town and barfing all over the place. And two, call your friends. Check in on your friends and your fam. And three, I can't hang like I used to. Like I had one of those, I didn't even drink that much. That's the thing is alcohol does not affect me anymore. Any like I don't get drunk. Do you know what I mean? I get a little loose feeling good. And y'all know me when I'm working, she ain't drinking. You know what I'm saying? So this a million times people think like I'm I'm partying before the shows. So I'm like, no, that's my job. I mean, we were drinking really nice wine, great cocktails, but Damn, if I don't take a DHM detox, if I don't take like eight supplements before I go to bed, I can't function the next day. So I made the joke on Monday as we were leaving Nashville. I made the joke. I was like, maybe I'm just going to like not drink. And everyone at the table choked. They were like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay. But I'm not a big drinker. Never have been. But when I have the drink, they just take me down. Fully fucking down. So anyways, I'm just spiraling. I apologize. You guys, you can just leave a bad review. I don't know what to do. I'm trying to please a lot of people right now, but the only person I need to worry about pleasing is the Lord. You know what I mean? But listen, absolutely not. We can talk about real shit. I'm not a clown, Michelle. Even though a lot of y'all tell me dance, puppet, dance. Do I have a pair of tap shoes in in the back of my trunk at all times? Yes. Do I have a plethora of wigs that I'm staring at right now? Yes. But am I a real person who's feeling a little anxious because there's a lot going on and I'm also anxious about how y'all are feeling? Because I know that the energy feels a little thick. It was 110 fucking degrees in Nashville this week. I don't know what the fuck happened. You know, the earth is on fire. And so are our hearts. So pick up the phone today and call somebody you love. Listen, I'm going to get out of my own head about bullshit. Let's get into the absolutely not line. Hope you guys are doing better. We're going to turn things around. Things are going to be okay. But it's just we sometimes need that reminder. You know what I'm saying? Look up from your own bullshit. Look out. And check on your buddy. And get the fuck out of Nashville. Because the people in Nashville don't deserve you barfing all over Broadway. And that's on God. I'm not saying don't give them tourism money, but when you go to Nashville, behave yourself. I love that city. I love the people, one of my f- absolute favorite cities to perform in. But respect it. I literally saw a woman, they have these buses, they're like open air, almost like old school buses. And they've had to cage them in. Before they were just like, you could sit on almost like a giant, the back of a giant tractor trailer, but people were so fucked up that they had to start caging them in. So there are these like drunk women named Amelia with their sashes on, their bachelorette sashes, just barfing through cages while these cars are blasting Shania Twain over and over again. I feel like a woman. And I'm looking outside of my hotel just going, nope, it's 110 degrees. The only way I'm getting on the back of one of those bad boys is if I have a camelback and a sandwich for when my blood sugar dips It two. Do you know what I'm saying? This could not come at a better time. You know, we really need to look inward and take some time for ourselves and check in on ourselves because we can't be better people out in the world if we're not taking care of ourselves. And that's why I love Talkspace. Talkspace is mental health care that meets you wherever you are. It simplifies taking care of your therapy and psychiatric needs because it eliminates the need to commute to appointments, miss time at work or line up childcare, which I know is so stressful for everybody in order just to attend sessions. Plus, instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send text messages to your therapist to let them know the issues you're facing in real time. It's mental health care made easy. I love Talkspace because it's just so convenient. Literally, I can dial in. It's always right there when I need it. Do you know how annoying it is to drive across town? To then, you know, go talk to somebody and then you usually end up more unhinged by the time you get there because you sat in traffic for an hour and a half. Nobody has time for that. Talkspace also has an amazing network of thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience in over 40 specialties, including depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anchor management, relationship issues, food and eating, and so much more. It's secure. It's secure and private using the latest end-to-end bank great encryption technology to store client information and comply with the latest HIPAA regulations. It's so easy to use. I cannot tell you how much I love Talkspace. As a listener of the podcast, you'll get a hundred dollars off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use code absolutely to get hundred dollars off your first month and show your support for the show. That's absolutely and Talkspace.com. We got to check ourselves. Everybody call your primary care physician and just get your vitals checked. We're all dehydrated. We all need vitamin D. And we all need to go outside, put our feet in the grass and take a chill pill. Let's get to the voicemails.
2: Heather, have I got a story for you? Could be an absolutely or an absolutely not, just depending on how you feel about it. Um, I am Danielle, I live in Richmond, Virginia, and I'm an occupational therapist at a hospital. Um, so I had brought my purse to work. I hang my purse by our back door normally at night. And anyway, I go to work, work all day. Um, at the end of the day, I take my purse, bring it into my car. And I reach in there and I see something looks odd. I don't know what it is. I shake it around. And I see a face. (laughs) And I thought, holy shit, a mouse got into my purse at work. That is disgusting. So disgusting. So I shake it around. The thing is alive. (laughs) So I call my husband, quickly hang up. He can't do anything about it. I take my purse out to the parking lot. I dump it out. It's making noises, and I see that there is a bat in my purse that I had to have taken from home somehow because there would be no other way a bat would get in there. And I took a bat to work at a hospital all day, kept it in my locker, and could have gotten bit if I went in my purse. And would have had to go straight to the ER for rabies, you know, released it from my locker. But long story short, no kidding, two months prior, I was chased by a deer trying to save my Shih Tzu and my mini Labradoodle.
0: Danielle, this is literally the most Virginia bullshit I have ever heard in my life. I didn't know what you were about to say. I'm rolling through this voicemail like, okay, got a little critter in the purse. A motherfucking bat? Bitch, how does a bat get in the Balenciaga? That thing had to fly in. You got, I can't, I'm trying to process this voicemail. You work in a hospital. You had a bat in the Balenciaga sitting in your work locker. And you know what this terrifies me the most about? Obviously, like we could have spread the next disease and no hate, no shade to bats. But after the COVID, I think we're all looking a little, we're looking a little side-eyed at a fucking bat. I don't care if it's a baby. You know, I don't do a lot of cave diving or cave dwelling. But if I get to the opening of a rock, I run the other way because I'm not about to get bit by a bat. I'm not trying to be patient zero at the next great pandemic. How the fuck, bitch, where are you living? I've been to Richmond. It's a nice place. What kind of bootleg barn are you storing your designer bags in that a bat could get in it? Bitch, this makes no sense. This whole country needs Jesus. And you know, what's even more terrifying is I have, this is why I only carry tiny purses. If you know me, you never see me with the big bag. Okay, I don't travel with the big bag. A duffel, yes, that attaches to my away luggage, but I don't fuck with, I always have a tiny purse because I have the history of putting so much shit in a bag. Like you can hear me jingle jangle, chinkle chankling all the way down the block. You remember that teacher that always had her keys on a long, like a long rope and they'd sometimes put them around their neck and you heard that heavy set of keys bouncing in their coach bag and you're like, Miss Miller's here. Everybody shape up. She's coming in the class. That's what I try and avoid because if if I allot myself more than I'd say, you know, four inches deep in a bag. I need to be able to carry a small wallet that I get from Pepini in Florence, which is my leather store, two lip glosses, a mini hairbrush, and a cell phone. I am not allowed, I am not allowed to have a bigger bag. I'd say bigger than a French baguette, half, maybe a sourdough loaf, no bigger than that. You know, when you started to go into these college football games and NFL games and, you know, concerts, I never have to worry about my bag. My bag's always regulation. Can't be bigger than like a large index card because I can't, I know my limits. As an adult, I know if I can put it over my shoulder, it's a wrap. It's mini bags for life. And this is a good example of why you should only carry a small purse so a motherfucking bat can't get in it. And here's my first thing. When you said you got in your car and you saw eyes staring back at you, I have goosebumps. My pussy is clenched. I feel like I'm going to be sick. I would have taken that handle of that bag, thrown it so far across the parking lot, the parking deck. I don't care. I would have been on camera outside of this hospital looking like a sociopath. You know, I still get in my car, it could be broad daylight, and I still do that thing where I turn around and just start hitting in the back seat,, pop, pop, pop. you know what I mean, in case there's an intruder, in case there's somebody lurking in my back seat. I always, I've seen enough fucking, you know, episodes of how some bitch went missing i don't even I don't even approach my car from the driver door. I always go around the trunk and look in the back seat. You know, you see that, the 2020 special, some woman gets in the Honda, done thing twice, halfway down the road, there's a perp in her back seat. Now we got to worry about bats in the bags? What's next? You're going to be sitting having a cup of coffee. You got a gator nipping at your ankles. He's under your patio furniture. You don't even live in Florida that's insane. Holy shit. Can you imagine though? Yeah. And you work in a fucking hospital. Do you understand the lockdown? Do you even understand? Like, I know that you're now calling me being like, I don't know how the fuck this happened, but can you imagine if that thing would have gotten loose in the hospital? Forget it. For national news, bitch. Your ass would have been on Good morning, America, 7 a.m. With probably a bigger story about how you survived the bat attack. And Danielle, you seem like you got a good face. I can tell from the energy of your voice. You're a pretty girl. You could have been mauled. You could have been mauled. I would imagine this had to be a baby bat, though, for it to fit in the bag. Oh, my God. I'm itching. I'm literally, hold on. I'm hitting the back of my head. You know what I mean? I'm just starting to itch. That is fucking wild. That's wild, dude. Cat in the Balenciaga. Cat in the coach. You know what I mean? I don't even have words. A duck in the Dior. What's next? And out of all the animals, you know, could have been A rodent, I don't fuck with rats, rodents, mice. It's not my jam. It's not my thing. The tails fucking freak me out. Be one thing though, if you had like, you know, a rat or a mouse, you could blame on the hospital. You could be like, guys, a critter got in my bag, but a bat, you brought that from home. And we all know you did. Because you're living in some, loosey-goosey barn and this is the other thing I know too many white women right now who are trying to have their own farms and it's fucking weird it's weird they're going to like normal fucking neighborhoods in suburban America and they're just getting llamas enough enough it's fucking crazy And here you are, Danielle, being an occupational therapist on Monday. But from Friday at 5 p.m. to Monday morning at 8 a.m., you think you're Betty motherfucking Crocker, you're pioneer woman. You're not. You like to watch Selling Sunset like the rest of us. You already said you had a Shih Tzu, strike one, and a little golden doodle or a labradoodle. Enough. You don't need to fill that barn. You live in a gated community, your HOA already hates you. And now you're bringing nocturnal night creatures into the mix. This is shady. This is... This is fucking shady. Wow. Bat in a bag. And here I was stressed out about life, but guess what? You know what's in my tiny Prada purse right now? Nothing but. Gloss and a loose sig, just the way I like it. I just did not expect that call. I didn't see it coming. I know y'all didn't see it coming either. Holy shit. Everybody, dump out your purse. Great. Okay. This is a great reminder today. Call somebody you love, check in on the folks around you, stand outside, get vitamin D for five minutes, and check your purse. This is a great moment for everybody to go. Clean out your bag. What I would suggest, take a beach towel, put it outside, whether it's your apartment, your condo, wherever. We're cleaning purses outside. I don't care how fucking hot it is. Put down a beach towel. Dump over the bag. Shake it out. Maybe take a nice wet wipe. Some Lysol spray. Hit the inside. Bop, bop, bop. Let's clean it out. You know what's also great? Wash your fucking makeup brushes, you dirty, filthy whores. I found a crusted, concealer brush at the bottom of one of my bags. And I used, I was drunk enough in Nashville to use it to touch up an under eye. And my eye has been a little crusty since. I'm not proud of it. Wash your makeup brushes, call your loved ones, make a list and clean out your fucking bags. There could be a bat lurking. And you know who I'm going to call when we find out we're not even on monkeypox. We're on, you know, llama lesions. I'm calling Danielle from Virginia. That's the most Virginia shit I've ever heard. Y'all want to shit on Florida, but look what we're doing in Virginia, for God's sakes. Lord, help us and save us. Let's get to the next voicemail.
2: Honestly, Heather, I really want to just move to an island away from fucking everyone because everyone is so fucking annoying. And I would literally, truly, honest to God, like, I would, I would move to an island and live off of the land. That's how fucking over, I, I'm, I'm so over everyone. Everyone is pissing me off. Except for my boyfriend. I love him. I would take him with me to the island. But truly, I, I honest, like, other than that, shit, like, people can come visit. But... I don't want to be around you that much. I can't be around you this much anymore. That's how much you're draining me.
0: (laughs) This made me laugh so hard. This bitch is done. I don't even know your name. I feel like I'm getting a Jess vibe. You know what I mean? Not Jessica. I'm getting a Jess vibe. She's like, bitch, I'm fucking done. I hear you. You know, and I'm trying to be encouraging and the, and, and have a reminder episode here to, to call your loved ones. But also, you may be on the other side of the coin. You may just say, bitch, I'm out. <laughs> I'm fucking done. But I love that you kept your priorities straight. You still know that you need to get dick down even on island time. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't know what island time is, island time is when you get down, you're on vacation. We're Irie man. We're not going to rush to breakfast. We're going to get up leisurely. We're going to slow down. We're on island time. I'm going to get a pina colada at 5. I got nowhere to be. I'm going to relax. I'm going to pump the brakes and take care of me. You know what I'm saying? We could go to lunch at 1. We could also stroll up from the beach at 2.30. We're on island time. We're chilling, bruh. But I know, I love that you kept your priorities straight. You're like, fuck everybody else. But if you think I'm not getting dicked down, well, I'm right by the beach, boy. You're out of your mind. And see, you're a smart cookie, Jess. Very smart cookie. I hear you on this. There are days, there are days when it's too much. Dude, I got friends with kids and they would gladly take you up on that. Meanwhile, I'm telling you, hug a neighbor. Give a pat on the back to your uncle or don't or tell your whole family to fuck off, and just bounce. <laughs> Some days you also need that. I struggle with personal space and, and being able to shut it off sometimes because I too am always kind of surrounded by people. And even at my home, I don't ever really get like 10 minutes to myself and I don't want to hear it. Somebody's going to say, wait till you have kids. Wait till you have kids. That's why I don't have them yet. The anxiety's through the roof. I hear you. You know where I go? Turks and Caicos. I'm trying to go this weekend, but I got a lot of work on the plate. If I can juggle both, I will be beachside with my buddy, Jorge. Shout out to Jorge. I will be there. It's probably going to be a game time decision in the 10th hour. Now I think I have a photo shoot scheduled for Thursday. Very exciting, but I feel fat as a house. I'd love to turn my brain off, go to the Turks, get on the back of the Black Mamba, cruise on that sexy beast for two hours, go out to a sandbar and turn my phone off. Because everybody some days needs something. I want to walk in the door one day and not have to make a decision. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. And everybody with kids is like, when you have kids, you can't even take a shit alone. I know. One, don't ask me when I'm having children because I have no eggs. And two, lay off me. Jess and I are about to take a one way ticket to the Turks and Caicos because we're sick of it. But you bet your ass we're bringing our boyfriends. I didn't say Jeff, boyfriends. (laughs) Oh, God, I couldn't imagine having to try and date again and get dicked down by random dong to all my single ladies and gentlemen out there. God bless you all. That's the dice I'm not willing to roll right now. Do you know what I mean? But fuck, Jess wasn't fucking around. She's like, I'm done. And Jess, you sound desperate enough or exasperated enough to like take a carnival cruise to the next destination, which is already risking your life. But if you got to get on the cruise and deal with the 8 a.m. buffet filled with people who also hate each other, but then say you get off in Jamaica and you just don't get back on the boat, I think that also might be the the call. Do what you got to do to get to the island. I could live off the land too. And by land, I mean, I would go to the fish fry every Thursday and, you know, let them feed me. But I'm a Pisces. I'm aquatic. I'm one with the water. And I need to get back in. I need to tap into my roots, aka let my feet get wet, roll around in the sand a little bit, exfoliate the eczema on the back of my legs, and maybe turn the brain off for a minute. I will call a loved one this week and tell them I appreciate them. But also, if you're on the other end of it and you're like, oh, no, 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 fam's good. Everyone's an asshole. You are also allowed to just tell everyone to fuck off and go to the ocean. You know what I mean? Take some penis with you or some pussy, whatever you're into, but you're also allowed to just tell everybody to see ya. All right, let's get to the next voicemail.
2: Hey Heather, this is your friend from somewhere with a name because I can't even process who I am right now. So I have a teenage girl. And if anybody else has teenage girls living in this day and age, it's tough out there in all types of ways. And let me tell you, I have been patient. I have given this child space. I have accepted her for all of the things that she wants to be whenever the fucking day she wants to be it. And yesterday, I absolutely had it. I was picking her up from work. Yes, she has a job. So proud of her. It's wonderful. I'm so excited. And I turn back because we're having a conversation and we're engaging. And I look back and guess what is around this child's neck? But a goat pentagram. I had it. This child has no idea what she's wearing. She thinks it's funny. She thinks it's edgy. See, she thinks she is. Somebody, well, I about had it. And I said, no, this is where I draw the line. I cannot handle this anymore. You have got to get it together because I will not have that in my house. I will not have it. You have no idea what you're doing. I rebuke you and that BS and your teenage angst out of this situation i can't do it i can't do it i'm not going to survive i'm not going to survive the teenage years i can't do it and so what did i do it went in the fucking trash it went in the trash and i told her to put that shit in the trash because it has no place in our house
0: sister friend i understand wholeheartedly see was saying in there trying to come for the youth the exasperation on everybody's voices this week. I get it. It's the energy. We feel it. Dude, teens, I don't know how y'all do it. One of my buddies was saying that his daughter's like 13 and she's in a great spot because she, you know, he's like, one day she loves me. The next day, she doesn't want to be around her dad. And he's like, she's, she's good this week. And I know as a parent, you cherish those moments when your kids are kids. But Then what is it? Why is it? Especially girls. We hit 14, 15. We just become raging nightmares. Dude, I will never forget. Okay. I was a little bit of a goody goody. I'll never forget. You know, my sister and my mom used to butt heads just because Ashley was older. You know what I mean? And my mom's telling it, Ashley, don't have fun. Don't go to the mall with your degenerate friends. And my, I know I've told this story before. And my sister got a job at this Italian restaurant. And we pulled up to come surprise her at lunch. And my sister at like 16, smoking a cigarette on her break outside of the restaurant. I thought my mom was going to drive her Jaguar Vandenblas, which which like a long, she drove a red Jaguar through the fucking chain Italian restaurant. Do you know what I mean? I'll never freak. my sister and I still laugh about that shit all the time. And Ashley's out there like 16 with like her older, you know, restaurant friends, just like smoking a cig. And Robin was like, put it out. <laughs> just losing her shit. And I'm in the back seat like, you got caught, Ashley. And then Ashley's like, fuck you. I'm not driving you to school Monday, you little narc. I thought it was hysterical though. I'm like, bitch, smoke the cigarette at the back door, not the front door. Truly, to this day, one of the highlights of my life was (laughs) seeing my sister's eyes just like like she dropped the cigarette. I thought Robin was going to drive her car into the establishment, take out the front 10 banquettes. You know what I'm saying? But dude, your daughter... And it's hard. It's a win. You're parenting. You're like, all right, they're being nice to me today. It's, you know, you have Stockholm syndromes for I feel like certain periods, right? When they're an infant and they need you in the middle of the night, you have Stockholm syndrome. You're stuck. You're like, this baby's making me nuts. Then they become fun little creatures and critters and have personalities. Then they, they turn into teenagers. I know every stage of age I have friends that have kids at all ages and they say every age and stage of life has a different challenge right but they definitely say those teenage years and these kids are getting wilder we used to party but like again if my kids do one-tenth of the shit that I did when I was in college like we'll be in a crate microchip their ass immediately. But you're telling me, Sister Brent, you get in the car, you pick up your, your daughter from her job, which is probably she's working at a kiosk at the mall, right? Maybe running the front desk of an orange theory, maybe just folding towels. And she's got the devil around her neck. Rip it off. You pull over that Tahoe immediately. You say, Isabel, Bella, Get out. We're not messing with mom. Come here real quick. My mom just walked into my office. Remember when I said I needed some space, mom? Real quick. Do you remember the time that we walked up to Ashley's job? You were in the red jag and you caught her smoking a cigarette outside her job. And what did you almost do?
1: I almost strangled her right then and there. Yeah.
0: And what did you scream? Get that out of your mouth immediately. In front of all of her like older coworkers and you embarrass the shit out of her. Too bad. (laughs) mom see everything a woman just called in and her daughter is really testing her and she had a a goat necklace on with a pentagram devil symbol oh my god what would you do i would rip it off her neck and i would go
1: get some olive oil bless the olive oil and bless her
0: you heard it here first yes and what do you mean exactly by the olive oil
1: you know you you put oil on their head. I don't know. I saw it on YouTube. But I guess you mean you anoint them? I would anoint them. Yes. I definitely would anoint her.
0: Now, real quick, just a, just a question for the other parents out there who also have children that are fallen by the wayside of, of Beelzebub. Can you take any oil? Can you take like a peanut oil? Can you take a sunflower oil? Can you make anything anointing? You need to explain it because people don't know that you can anoint anything. Can you do peanut butter? Can you do a thick cashew nut butter? No, Heather. I think it has to be olive oil. It doesn't matter.
1: You're the parent. Take control of your kid. Otherwise, we're going to have all these little shits putting us in crappy old nursing homes when we get old. Take charge now, parents. You're not their friend. You're their mother. Remember that.
0: But now you're my buddy.
1: Yes, I am, Heather, because you... You turned out to be a good kid because I was, uh, yes, I was a Gestapo with you, but I had to be. It took, what, 15 hours to push you out? Uh Uh-uh.
0: But again, Mom, you are so ADD. You still have not explained to us the anointing oil. This woman's trying to keep her child saved by the blood of Christ. (laughs) What I'm trying to say is Robin has pulled out a bottle of olive oil out of her bag and has anointed people. She'll just, if you're at lunch with us and you go, they found a lump. You know what she's doing? Pulling olive oil out of her purse and and rubbing down your breasts and anointing. Well, God
1: told us that we could come
0: to him. He said, my people suffer
1: from lack of knowledge. So all he wants is a relationship
0: with you. Go to him. Okay, <laughs> she did not explain walk away. Mom, I got, I got, I'm doing my business. Where are you going? To get your eyelashes done? Yes. You look cute. Yes, thank you. Okay. You Again, gave us everybody. no facts, no details. I asked her one thing in a jokish way. And she is <laughs> I'm so sorry. Robin just gave her testimony. No, this bitch is literally, if you're like, yeah, I've got this got this weird ingrown hair on the back of my neck and I'm a little worried about it. Robin will do, she has done this to people who were like, she's done this to my friends who are like Jewish. She's like, I don't care. Jesus was a Jew and just starts dousing you in oil. Remember when you, you remember when it was a thing? I mean, if you go to Italy, it is a thing, but remember when we made it a big thing here where no matter what restaurant you went to, whether it was a Maggiano's or a, be an Outback Steakhouse, everybody brought you bread and you had a little thing of olive oil. Robin has dipped a loaf a French loaf in the olive oil with the, the oregano and just started blotting you like it's a makeup sponge on your face. Oh, you got acne? Let me bless you. That's what, that's what nutty Italian Christian mothers do. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I've told you, Italian moms are very much like Jewish moms. It's, we're all cut from the same cloth, guys. We know this. But that's what you need. You need to just listen with teens, literally. Religious jokes to the side, but also put just, I don't know, it, it doesn't matter what religion you are. Go to anybody, your rabbi, anybody. Take whatever oil, you know, as as Gentiles, we use the olive oil because Jesus lived by an olive grove. I guess that's why. And you have your priest, somebody bless it. Put that shit in a in a spray bottle and just start hosing down the teens. You know, you're at a high school football game. They're running out of the, it's like, and let's welcome the Mountain View Tigers. Just, th- 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 we need a parent there. Just spritz, sprit, sprit, spraying all the kids. Cause these kids are making bad decisions and it's not their fault. What mom? You have to come speak into them. But she came back in. She's interrupted me six times. What? Look, I have to tell you, what does
1: God say? He says the devil has no hold on you. He'll have a hold on you if you open the door and let him. But what did Jesus say? Jesus said, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So as a parent, you just take authority over your children. I'm sorry, Heather, you can
0: laugh, but that's what I used to do. I know, I know just, she, Yo, she laughed. She started her car to get her eyelashes done. And she came barreling down into the basement and busted in my office to to, to say scripture. Shut my door, mom, please. This is why, you guys, this is why I've gotten an outside office. This is why I had to get an outside office. Listen, you got to love the passion. Passion of the Christ, passion of Robin McMahon. Dude, I was giggling and then she just came in. She's like, ah, the Lord speaking to me. Oh my God, that made me laugh so hard. Lord, that is funnier than shit. F- so funny. Dude, I'll tell you right now, being a teenager, I, my sister and I always had good relationships with my mom. You know, the oldest one always pushes the boundaries a little bit. And then I think as a younger child, I kind of watch. I'm like, all right, well, Ashley- all right, she snuck out the window. I won't do that in like a year or two, but I'm not there yet. You know what I mean? I'm still eighth grade, a little goody-goody. And then I'd watch how she'd get caught so then I wouldn't make the mistakes. And then she thought I was like, not cool. And I'm like, no, I'm cool. I'm just not going out the same door you went out. You know, I'm shimmied up the chimney because I saw you get caught on the roof. You know what I'm saying? As a baby, everybody thinks we're stupid, but really we're just, watching it go down it's like oh does that taste bad you taste it first let me see (laughs) you know what I'm saying only youngest children who are listening right now will totally understand but Robin just got convicted but let me tell you Ashley and I always had great relationships with Robin but I I turned into a bitch one day I called my mom literally I was like you know my mom fuck you you won't let me go to the mall with my friends you're a fucking bitch slapped me so hard across my face. She immediately started crying. I started crying and then we just held each other in the pantry for like 45 minutes. And if you think, if you think I will ever live that down, I will not. Never really talked back to my parents. Was not one of those. Definitely fear of God. But also like my parents were cool. You know what I mean? There was a lot of mutual respect. But the day I stepped out, what'd you say, mom? You won't let me go to the mall with Mary Beth? You're a fucking bitch. Bop. She filled up a bathtub with the Costco Kirkland brand gallons of oil and said, sit in there. We need to exercise the demons. Ooh, these children play. These children play. But yeah, mom, I don't know how you're doing it. You're, You're already dealing with the teenage attitude. Now she blatantly wants to say, She's rebelling against the Lord. We don't have time for that. You said you're all about your children figuring out who they are, expressing themselves. But you know what we're not going to express? Satan. Embarrassed for him. He's not going to get us. Because you know who's filling your head with self-doubt? The dark one. I'm living in the light. And I understand I have people who listen to this podcast of all denominations. Whether you're Hindu, you're Muslim, Jewish, whatever, whatever that dark art is, we're not dealing with that. Whatever that is in in your spiritual journey, we're not dealing with the dark art. Don't let them in. Doesn't matter what it is. However you feel about that, we need to live in the light. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You open the door door, and sometimes you can't get it shut. And you know why? Because these teens they go to Hot Topic. Dude, remember when Harry Potter came out though? Dude, you got to remember when Harry Potter came out and I went to like this like uber Christian school that was like kind of a nightmare. And my parents were cool. Like my mom, like all jokes aside, Robin's been like, love the Lord. You know, we'll do a prayer circle real quick. But we also, not, not judgmental. You live your life. You know what I mean? Live, laugh, love. But don't bring Satan. I will rebuke Satan immediately. Don't bring that in. But remember when Harry Potter came out and everyone, all the crazies were like, it's demonic magic. And I remember being like, it's really not. Now, J.K. Rowling apparently turned out to be a real cut in half. But, dude, that was so wild. Remember? Everyone was like, you can't see Harry Potter. I'm like, can a bitch just live? You guys make fun of me cuz I don't read and now I read and I'm into it and now I can't see the movie? Our our school wouldn't let anybody. You like couldn't bring Harry Potter to school. You know what I mean? It was like, "Oh my god. This is exhausting." But a goat pentagram necklace that is blatantly like hail Satan and we're not about that. Rip that off that Jezebel's neck. And tell her Guess what you're not getting today? Coldstone creamery. Cause I I told you, I pick you up from work, take you to Coldstone, where they put that delicious vanilla cream on a marble slab, and then they just chunk pieces of cookie dough and Oreo in there, and then they sexily slide it back, put it in a cup, and send you on your merry way. And you know what you're not getting? Coldstone today, you little shit. Do not test me. Do not, do not, do not test me. Oh, these kids. I mean, there's got to be something in the energy. We had a woman find a bat in her purse. We got another bitch just on a raft to Mexico. And then this woman is dealing with the child who's trying to bring the king of the underworld, into her car. You got to take that car immediately to a car wash and then you got to get a Kirkland size, Costco sizing of olive oil. Just drive by a church. If you just have the olive oil in the back of your trunk, just circle the parking lot in a church three times. That's anointed. And then you just douse it. You just put it on the tires. You dunk your kid in it and you say, listen, go upstairs. And when you come down with a good attitude, and the breastplate of righteousness, then I'll let you go to Coldstone and see your friends, you little shit. I don't know how parents do it. That's the other thing too. Everybody's always like, "This is let me tell you what my kid did today. Let me tell you what my kid did today. And then you guys want me to have kids. I don't get it. Again, fertility is low, but again, I don't get it. Honestly) <laughs> This podcast, if you really dial it back, it kind of makes you not want to leave your house. (laughs) Like these streets are rough, but it's okay because we're giggling. We're not taking ourselves too seriously and we're calling a friend. Ladies and gentlemen, I I love and adore you. And I'm glad that we've A, I'm glad this is a safe space for y'all to bitch. I'm glad that we are figuring out the world's problems. But I think this is just a healthy reminder this week. Take a second, put your toes in the grass, go to Costco, get some anointing oil. Do you know where your kids are? Great reminder. Check your purse, clean out your filthy bag. You hussy, I'm bringing mini purses back. Maybe it's time to hit the synagogue, speak to the Lord. Maybe it's time to go to a service. Maybe it's time to volunteer, you selfish Pink. You know what I mean. Maybe we all need to give back and get some good karma going in the earth. Because if we don't put the good karma out, we're going to end up with our flying creature in our purses. God, I still can't get over that. (laughs) Also, I just love that this woman called in and said that her child was trying her teen. She's like, I'm doing everything. I'm being trying to be the nicest, coolest mom, and then this bitch pushes my buttons with the, the undertaker. You know what I mean? Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. Dude, there were so many times when I try and push my parents' buttons and you know, when you're a parent, you know, cause you know it as, even if you don't have kids, when your parents, you knew what would push them to the next level. When you got caught, when you said that one thing and they you just see their eyes roll back in their head. You're like, this is it. This is it. Fucking buckle up. We are on a wooden roller coaster right now with limited seat belts. You knew every single time you pushed your parent, you knew exactly what, what went too far. And to this day, even when my mom gets upset with me, it kills me because she knows what to get back at me with. I'll be like, mom, I'm sorry, I love you. And she'll just go, I'm glad. I mean, we never fight anymore. We never fight. But you know what I mean? My mom also knew the one thing to say to me. And I'm like, my mom doesn't love me. And then 10 10 minutes later, she's like, I love you to death, but you're a little shit. And that's why I live with her. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's where we're at. Ladies and gentlemen, remember the five pillars. Communication, get a calendar roles and responsibilities, business, ventures, and wellness. That was from last week's episode on Tap of the Stakeover. But I'm looking at my whiteboard right now. But what are are the five pillars of this week? Maybe this should be a new thing. Clean out your purse, wash your makeup brushes, get some anointing oil. Do you know where your kids are? And I'll see you right by the Beach Boy. As always, you can call into the Absolutely Not line, 800-213-7503. Guys, we're going to be getting guests back on the on the podcast, but I'm trying to wait to get this podcast studio so I can really get people in person. But I love you. I mean it. Thank you for being here. And I'll see you on the next episode. Arrivederci. Ciao, Chabela.